Attention SLPs and OTs with existing private practices. Are you ready to level up your private practice and your life and make this your breakthrough year? If so, join us for Make More in 2024, a free training offered on Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern to discover how to shift from clinician to CEO. During the training, we'll talk about the importance of maximizing your income, adding revenue streams, setting up systems, and more so that you can ultimately work smarter and build a successful, sustainable, and sellable business. To sign up, just visit growyourprivatepractice.com backslash training. Don't miss the chance to learn how to effectively navigate the growth phase of the private practice journey. See you on the training. Telepractice. Before COVID, only a handful of speech-language pathologists were offering telepractice, either through their private practices, a company, or by contracting with telepractice companies for a few extra bucks. And I say a few extra bucks because that's basically what they pay. But what if you could cut out the middleman and see your own telepractice clients through your private practice? That is what today's episode is all about. So stay tuned. I'm Jenna Castro-Casbon, speech-language pathologist, business coach, and creator of the Start Your Private Practice system. And I'm on a mission to turn stuck SLPs into successful private practitioners. If you're tired of dealing with high productivity requirements, high caseload sizes, and low pay, it's time to take control of your professional, personal, and financial life and finally get the freedom flexibility, and financial abundance that you deserve by working with private clients in your own practice. Join me here each week as I share tips, best practices, and inspirational interviews on the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. If you're a private practitioner or one in the making, you're in the right place. So let's get started. When the pandemic started, our entire profession switched to telepractice overnight. Some people love it and want to be able to continue to work from home and see clients via telepractice, and some people hate it and prefer to do in-person clinical care. Those who love telepractice are trying to find ways to continue to do it for the flexible schedule, being able to work from home, and see clients that you normally wouldn't be able to see otherwise because of geography. I'm in a lot of Facebook groups, and I see people all the time who ask, which telepractice company is the best to work for? And I usually comment, yours. You see, when you work for a telepractice agency, they take a huge cut and leave you with peanuts. You don't get much or any control over which clients you see, and while the hours may be flexible, depending on what they have available, you are still at their mercy. Instead, why not start your own private practice, either full-time or on the side, that offers telepractice as the primary or additional service delivery model? Remind yourself of this one thing the next time you get a call from a recruiter trying to reel you into a lowball offer as a work-from-home teletherapist. Starting your own private practice that offers teletherapy is a lot easier and cheaper than you think. In fact, starting a telepractice-based private practice isn't really any different than starting a regular private practice. Whenever I mention private practice, a lot of people envision a brick and mortar office with decked out offices and clinic rooms. 
But private practice can also look like a computer monitor or two computer monitors if you want that extra visual office space. It's easy to get stuck thinking that going through a telepractice agency is the only way to see clients via teletherapy, particularly when considering the different state licensing requirements when it comes to this healthcare delivery model. Whether you're starting a practice that conducts in-person visits only, virtual visits, or a mix of both, the process isn't all that different. You still need to look into business licensing in your county or district. You still need to register your business and decide if you want to be an LLC or a sole proprietor or something else. And you still have to get those same business ducks in a row. The biggest difference when it comes to starting a private teletherapy practice is one, licensing requirements if you're seeing patients all over the country, and two, insurance coverage should you accept insurance. And speaking of insurance and teletherapy, make sure that you help advocate for permanent teletherapy coverage from Medicare. While I'm here to sing all of the praises of private practice, I have always advocated for increased access to care and paths to better reimbursement for SLPs across work settings. Let me tell you about a few students in the Start Your Private Practice program who offer telepractice either exclusively or addition to in-person services. Now, these are people who have been on the podcast lately, so make sure you go check out their episodes if you want to learn how they're doing it. One is Emily McCullough. She is a Texas-based SLP who started her private practice, which offers 100% telepractice during the height of the pandemic so that she could serve her ideal clients from the comfort of her own home. Her episode aired in April of 2021, so go check that one out. Another student of mine who offers exclusively telepractice is Martha Horrocks, who was a guest on the show in November 2021. Martha lives in Maine, and her telepractice allows her to serve people across the entire state, as many folks in the state of Maine live in more rural areas. Operating a telepractice has allowed Martha to have more work-life balance. She schedules visits on her time and with clients who she is passionate about working with, in her case, mostly fluency. Another student of mine is Katie Brown, who works exclusively with adults and offers a mix of both telepractice and in-person services at her brand new office space. Katie Brown has been on the podcast a few times, both for solo episodes and also during the special Meet the Mentor episodes, as she is a mentor for students in the Start Your Private Practice program. And finally, one more person that I wanna tell you about is Glory Miller, who owns her own telepractice company. She's in my higher level program for six-figure private practitioners. Her telepractice company is a mix of private pay, school, and EI contracts. And she has grown her company by hiring her own contractors. So you can offer telepractice as an individual or have contractors through your company offer telepractice services as a way to grow your practice. If you're interested in that model, Glory was also in a recent episode of the podcast from October of 2021, if you wanna look up her episode. Two of the people that I just mentioned are private pay only, Emily and Martha. And Katie accepts mostly Medicare because she works with a Medicare eligible population. So if you're wondering if you can do private pay telepractice, The answer is yes. And you can also do school contracts, which can pay top dollar. That's what Glory does. Interesting fact on that is that the school contracts are mostly what those telepractice agencies have. You are just the subcontractor 
And that is how they get more money and you get peanuts. So instead, why not negotiate your own school contracts and keep the money for yourself? But I digress. Before the pandemic, the major challenge for folks offering telepractice was that nobody really got what it was. They would say things like, speech therapy on the internet? How does that work? Back then, I had to spend a lot of time teaching my students how to market their telepractice services and explain what telepractice even was before people would sign up for it. Now, for better or worse, people get how telepractice works, and some folks have gotten really used to the convenience and absolutely love it. I'm talking about both clients and clinicians. For busy clients and families, those who live in rural areas who can't drive far for services, and even people in busy metropolitan areas who don't want to contend with traffic or take away from school activities, love the convenience of telepractice. We are in a time in history where people really value convenience and are willing to pay for it or will shop around for the most convenient solution. Also, clinicians value convenience. Being able to pop in a load of laundry midday or see a bunch of clients in a row while your kids are at school without having to drive house to house is very appealing, and it might be appealing to you too. Right now, people are really asking themselves, what am I willing to go back to? So ask yourself, what are you willing to go back to? And what are your next steps? If you are ready to use your clinical skills to earn what you're worth and have the flexibility that you crave, private practice is the number one way to accomplish this. It's completely up to you as the business owner to decide if you want to offer telepractice, in-person services, or a mix of both. Decide what's right for you and what's right for your clients. And guess what? You can decide what works for this season of your life and you can change it later. That is the beauty of private practice. And if you're ready to work from home without a cut in pay, I'm beyond excited to be your guide. I cover how to start a private practice that offers teletherapy in the Start Your Private Practice program, which you can hop on the waitlist for over at startyourprivatepractice.com backslash waitlist. We only open a few times a year, so make sure that you are on the list so you don't miss it. Or maybe you want to talk about it first. If so, slide into my DMs and let's talk about how you can start a private practice that offers telepractice either full-time or on the side while keeping your hard-earned money and not giving half of it away to a telepractice agency. So if you want to chat about this, send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at independent clinician and start with the word telepractice. And let's see if this is right for you and for your life right now. As always, thank you for listening to the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to leave a review in iTunes because that helps us get discovered more easily by other SLPs just like you. And it would personally mean a lot to me. Oh, and I have one more brief ask. If you have any SLP friends who might be interested in private practice, please tell them about the independent clinician and the mission that we're on to help 1,000 SLPs start their private practices this year so that they can have more freedom, flexibility, fulfillment, and finances. So if you have SLP friends who are burned out and seeking other job opportunities, the best one, honestly, might be for them to work for themselves. All of the info on my free and paid resources 
are available on independentclinician.com. So just send them there. Thank you in advance, and I'll see you next week. I decided to invest in the Start Your Private Practice program because I honestly had no idea where to start. (laughs) And I just didn't really have the confidence or the know-how to be able to do that. So it was really nice to have a system that was all set up for me. I didn't have to reinvent the wheel or start from scratch. It was all there for me. And I was able to land a client within about the first week and a half of me going public with my private practice. So now I have 12 clients. It is such an invigorating and amazing experience. If you want help to start your speech therapy private practice, then head on over to startyourprivatepractice.com backslash waitlist so that you will be notified as soon as we reopen the doors to the Start Your Private Practice system. Again, that's startyourprivatepractice.com backslash waitlist. I cannot wait to help you start your private practice. Well, this episode might be over, but we don't have to say goodbye. Head on over to independentclinician.com for resources that will help you at each stage of your private practice journey. If you're on Instagram, let's connect. Follow me and send me a DM. I'm at independent clinician. And if you're on Facebook, make sure that you join the SLP and OT Private Practice Beginners Facebook group. All right, off to help more regular SLPs and OTs become successful private practitioners. Let me know if I can help you too.